Good evening. My name is Mark Fisher, and this is Fishing for Reason. The premise of this show is searching for understanding, or reason. Each week, I will be discussing, nay, arguing, let's be real, with myself about a given topic. Since our society is working through its own reason right now, the Black Lives Matter movement, among other ones like uh, the Me Too and so on and so forth, and the LGBTQ community as well, the Human Rights Campaign, uh, I felt the importance of exercising the concept of empathy by using topics that are or should be less serious and impactful, but still warrant an argument. Uh, for those of you who may know who I am, I love to particularly debate and argue with people and also share my opinions that may or may not be uh, liked by the greater good, but I feel like it's fun to just be honest with people. So I will post a topic out there and then proceed to speak freely on it using my honest opinion. This will then be followed by a short rebuttal of me attempting to acknowledge a different perspective of this topic. Alrighty then. Now that you guys understand the rules of this game that you will not be playing, this week's topic is reality television. Now, what I know about reality television, I don't really watch a lot. I don't know what would be considered reality television and what's not considered reality television. Um, I'm going to say, for all arguments' sake, that any kind of game show or any kind of competing show, uh, for the most part, I'm going to I'm going to rule out uh, shows like um, Practical Jokers, shows like Jeopardy, shows like uh, you know American Ninja Warrior. I mean, those, I guess, would be technically reality television shows because they're just real people being themselves, doing a certain thing. But I'm talking more along the lines of the quote-unquote trash TV that people tend to quote and uh, watch a lot of. Uh, shows like The Bachelor. I know it's a competitive show as well, so I'm kind of teetering on what really is uh, reality, what really is not a reality show in my opinion. But... I'm going to stick with shows that involve a lot of people being themselves, acting goofy, acting silly, acting truthful, uh, and creating a lot of drama, alright? So, uh, basically, what they would say a reality show really is, is just, it's not fictional characters. It's It could be scripted, I, I like to believe that it's somewhat scripted in some degree, but basically, uh, you put the people out there, you let them do what they gotta do, and uh, let's let the chips fall where they may. And to give you a little background about my actual shows that I have been watching, uh, that I uh, or have watched in the past, have been shows like The Jersey Shore. Uh, I am from New Jersey. I did go to The Jersey Shore as a kid for a long time, so um, that show sort of resonated with me uh, with a lot of the um, geographical backgrounds, Seaside Heights. Uh, the people, uh, do they relate to me much? Not necessarily. I mean, uh, I feel like Jim Tan Laundry was definitely something that was prevalent in my youth growing up, that kind of idea, but I can't imagine that wasn't the same idea for every other place in the world. I mean, these aren't things that are so unfathomable, seeing how there's always uh, tanning salons everywhere you go. I mean, I live in Baltimore now, and there are tanning salons everywhere. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that was specifically the Jersey way, but hey, you know.
What else do you expect from a show that only had one uh, actual person from Jersey, all of them, uh, the rest of them being from other states? So what do you expect, you know? All right, so let's talk about reality TV. Another show I like to watch is Too Hot to Handle. I watched that show on Netflix with my wife. Uh, we got into some uh, mild debates about, you know, the people that we liked on the show and people we don't like. I don't know. Do you call them characters? They're not characters. So are they, uh, I don't know what you would call the the reality version of a character, but I guess just people. I don't know. They don't always seem like just people because uh, to me, uh, they're sort of prompted to act a certain way and they're exploited to act a certain way in order to appease the masses. And obviously it, it's, it's a show. And the idea of a show is to get people to watch it in order to then have the advertisers then uh, push their products to these uh, people who watch the show, right? So obviously you need a big audience. And that's what these characters, quote-unquote characters, are. These, these particular people who have a certain personality that will particularly uh, cause drama. You know, they, they pick and choose specific people that will fit in the puzzle piece of entertainment. So... I get it, you know, this is me now going back and forth, uh, in case you haven't figured it out. I'm not a big fan of reality TV, but I also don't really watch a lot of it. So, shows that I've watched partook in, if you will, this reality uh, world that a massive amounts of people watch and appreciate is uh, two shows. One is uh, Too Hot to Handle, which is a Netflix show, and then another Netflix show is called Selling Sunset. So these are two different shows that are, I would qualify them as reality television. Uh, let's talk about the first one I mentioned, Too Hot to Handle. Now, in case you haven't seen that, you should check it out. It's about eight episodes. I think there's a ninth episode for it because it's a reunion. Um, and it's good to, you know, to, uh, spend some time on. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, if you're a reality show fan, watch it. I think it'll be right up your alley and it'll be perfect for you. So uh, what this show is, is basically, I think there's about... Eight to ten sex fiends, okay? These are sex fiends. Uh, people who love to have sex with each other and probably with themselves as well. Uh, and they are also people who are capable of having these relations with all these people because they're so good looking. So there's about, like I said, eight to ten uh, attractive, uh, what these casting directors uh, pick as attractive, okay? Most of them are very, very uh, attractive, so don't get me wrong, but again, this is just a small, probably some kind of marketing uh, scheme where they probably had a focus group to figure out, you know, they all sit in a circle in a room, an old abandoned classroom, and they all look at the screen that they have in there, uh, you know, with the transparency and all that, the overhead projector, and they look at these different people, and they flash through photos, and then people just vote on them, uh, yeah, this is attractive, this is attractive, he's attractive, she's attractive, and they just do that, I'm sure, I'm guessing, I don't know, what the hell do I know, I barely watch the shows, but that's my take on it, so obviously I'm not a huge fan of reality TV, but let's go back to it, okay, so these sex fiends, uh, there are eight or, eight or ten of them, and they're males and females, and whatever, they were told, uh, entering the show, um, that they are going to go to an island, uh, you know, a nice tropical island with, you know, island, and they're going to have a resort there where they're all going to stay in this big house. It's going to be on the beach and all that great stuff, right? So you're going to see bikinis, you're going to see bathing suits, all that kind of sexy stuff, right? So they go in there 
And these contestants uh, fly to this island. They're all there. Everyone's excited. They're all from different places. Actually, I like this one uh, particularly. One, one kudos to this particular um, show is because there are the, the characters. The characters. These people. These human people with feelings and emotions. These people are uh, all from different places. You know, uh, some of them are from different places in America. But then there are also some people who are from uh, England, Australia, that kind of thing. It's, they diversified a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to say they went all out and everyone's a different culture and everyone's a different thing. Basically, they kind of just opened the door to a little bit of it. But I did appreciate the fact that they're not all from uh, America, uh, which was kind of interesting. So they all get there and they're all excited. Hey, I'm going to bang these people. Everyone's going to have sex. Women are going to have sex with women. Men are going to have sex with women. Men are, should be having sex with men as well. Uh, all this great stuff. And it's on Netflix. So you got to assume that there's not going to be much... Uh, you know, bleeping out of curse words, and uh, it's any man's game, any person's game, right? So, you're excited, you know? If you're, if you're a reality TV fan, and you want to see stuff like this, this is right up your alley, all right? So the catch is, they get to this island, and, by the way, the host of the show is, well, there's two hosts, okay? There's, like, a commentator host, and I think her name is Desiree, I forget her last name, but she's really good. She's a, she ad-libs a lot of stuff in between, uh, you know, captures the emotions and comments and all that stuff. So the commentary is, is great. Um, and you don't really see her face, you just hear her in the background narrating. But the other host of the show is a robot, or whatever you call it. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's like the Alexa, but it's not Alexa, it's not a, it's not a, um, Amazon does not have any say what this machine is. It's just called, they call her Lana. But she speaks out of something like an Alexa device. And what happens is, she tells you uh, what's going to happen. She's like, you know, it's like basically there's a, there's a Lana in every room in the house, in every section of the of the, of the the manor, if you will, the land that they uh, are laying on and uh, living on, I should say. So... She, uh, you know, will come out every now and again, and you'll, you know, everyone will be hanging out, doing whatever they have to do, and then all of a sudden, you know, you'll get a beat, uh, Lana, uh, and everyone's like, ah, here she is, you know, and then she'll say something, you know, uh, punishment or reward or a rule or some kind of explanation of the game, that kind of thing. So, point being, they all get there to this island, they're all excited, and then they get this Lana thing, and Lana's like, hey, everybody, what's going on, you know, everyone's, hey, Lana, hey, you know. We're on sex island with all these hot chicks and all these hot dudes. So let's get going, baby. I'm excited. Here's the thing. The catch is, Lana says, the object of the game, because it is a game, and there's money involved. So the object of the game is there's going to be a big pot of money that they can all come home with. Now, I believe it's it's collectively. So they use a number of $100,000. So they say, all right, you guys have a chance to win. Take home and split the pot of a hundred thousand dollars. The only catch is, you cannot have sex or have any physical contact with anybody on this island, or there will be money deducted from the pot. So now you got your money-hungry bastards and your your sex fiends, right? So what do we do? You know, there are people who it's the ultimate test, right? This is this is luxury. This is this is privilege. If you want to tell me, you got a choice between money and sex. And you're on an island, by the way. You're not in a 
you know, bad area, you know, in a cold tundra, you know, in an igloo somewhere. You're on a fucking island, right? With all these beautiful people, probably, and they also have alcohol, they're all drinking, you have unlimited drinks, all this fun stuff, right? This whole wonderful wonderland, you know? Money or sex. So I'll let you guys watch the rest of it. But the point of the, the, point of the show is, it's, to me, it's not that, ex that exciting. I mean, that, that's a nice premise and everything. And if you're, uh, uh, if you're participating in this particular show, I think that would be fun, you know, and to be a contestant on a show like this. But as a viewer, I'm like, okay, I mean, let's, I'll just turn on the porn and get that going. You don't need to watch this crap, you know. They have better storylines anyway, right? So... Uh, for those of you guys who actually watch the pornos, you know that the uh, some of the some of the scripts are just kind of going with the flow. Some actresses and actors do a better job than others. All right. Anyway, forget that. So reality shows. All right. So this show to me is just like all right. They they reel you in, as my brother would say. They reel you in with the, with the sexiness. All right. So you're like, oh, I gotta watch the show because I'm a sex fiend myself. I have a problem with sex. I gotta have it all the time. I love sex and all this stuff. So I'm gonna stare at hot chicks and hot dudes all the time. So they put the hot chicks and the hot dudes on there. So that way you're more inclined to say, fuck it, I'll watch it. You know, what else am I gonna do? I'll take a look at it. Fuck it, man. So you watch an episode, then you watch eight, and you're done. All right. So I think. That they are doing a lot of work on the on the on the back end of this because they're trying to sell this story, this this concept, this game, and it's not a, really exciting. So they got to put a lot of effort into it. Are they going to have sex? Oh, they're not going to have sex. So then they hit, insert all those cliffhangers and all those you know the, the the music, the ominous tones and the other tones and the exciting tones and the intriguing tones and all this stuff to get you you know they they really. What do you call them? Like, you're, you're like putting makeup on a pig, or whatever you call it, you know? <laughs> you're trying to, like, dress up for this entire concept. Because in reality, you know, nobody gives a shit. I mean, in reality, it's your problem or nobody's problem. It, it, it means nothing, right? So, the, how are we going to take a concept that means nothing and bring it to light and make millions and millions of people watching international? Uh, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, that's one show. And then the other show I like to watch is, like I said, I think I mentioned it earlier, Selling Sunset. And this is a show, again, a reality show. I think this borders along the lines of more of a reality show. You're keeping up with the Kardashians type of thing. There's no real competition here. Um, it's not a game or anything. But it is a bunch of uh, real estate agents who happen to all be attractive women who work for um, these two brothers who are twin brothers. And they are, you know, they're attractive too, I guess. But they're also not, and they also own the the, the, the agency, so they they're making big bucks. This 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 show takes place in uh, uh in California in L A. It's selling Sunset, I believe it's off of Sunset Boulevard is the actual sh uh, storefront. Um, anyway, this show is about it follows the real estate agents. It follows them and it talks about how they're trying to sell homes and they show you all these beautiful homes and they are really beautiful homes. Uh, and then you go to, you know, how are we going to spice this up? Well, who cares about real estate agents? I mean, there are people who care about that stuff, but that's what HDTV is for, you know? HDTV is what people are watching to get the uh, get the next scoop on what sells homes and all that kind of stuff. And they also have uh, Bravo, I believe, has a few shows as well. Or is that E? Uh, I don't watch enough cable television, but uh, the ones um, another one I uh, watched was... Uh, 
million dollar listings in Los Angeles. I think they have a New York one. Uh, I watch it from time to time. It's a similar kind of deal, right? Real estate agents trying to sell, trying to make money. But instead of, this show is more like that, but with a lot more drama added to it. So you naturally you get a lot of, you know, you get a lot of women in this. It's the whole thing is women. All the agents are women, which is crazy, which is good. I mean, it's just that it's, it's interesting to me. But yeah, all of them are, are, are women, uh, attractive women nonetheless. But they are working their asses off. Gotta give them credit for that because these women are, and they gotta dress up really nicely, professionally nice, all the time, be on their A game all the time. And then they gotta, you know, they, they are selling houses. These are real real estate agents. They are selling homes. So it's not just like a, an act. So these real estate agents are selling these houses and they are also now picking at each other. They're very close. They're, they're like a, a little knit family because they're all there. If you look at the show, you watch the show, you're going to see all the desks are kind of the same and they're in the same area and they're open pit kind of thing. So they're all kind of like able to hear each other talk and do all this stuff. So they're all like always interacting and they're always friends. But then there's drama and there shouldn't be drama, but they create the drama. Maybe because the TV viewers need to watch it and they need to see what's going on. But that, you know, the audience needs the needs the gasps, they need the, the oohs and the ahs, so they create the drama. So what I've learned from all this is that watching these shows, because real estate agents, I don't think, have much of a glamorous life. I mean, they, they live a good life, and I'm sure they have a great, they enjoy their jobs, and they probably make a lot of money and all that great stuff, but on the day-to-day, is their life that glamorous outside of their work? I don't know, probably, maybe, but that's not really something that we see, it doesn't matter. But here's the situation. These agents always are creating these dramas. And what they find about this drama is that they, everyone says they don't like drama. They don't want drama. All right, that's number one. If you're going to be on a show like this, you have to say, I don't want drama. Because uh, that's, I think, like a staple to these reality shows. So it's just so mind-boggling to me that they're going to sit there and say, I don't like drama. But then they're on a show that, generates drama in order to generate money. So, you do like drama. Uh, stop acting like you do. But basically, the drama is also not really ever important. Like, and what I mean is, it's not about anything important topics. It's, it's oh, what did, you know, the, the show has a lot of this. The show has a lot of uh, she said, she said stuff, okay? So there's a lot of talk behind people's backs, which is not an uncommon thing, all right? But they, they uh, I mean, you know, that's the part of the show. So there'll be a group of girls or agents talking to each other and talking about another agent about something else. Because they talk about a lot of their personal life. It's not just about selling houses. But they talk about, you know, a lot of drama about their own personal lives and choices with uh, with men or choices with friends or choices with whatever, right? So everyone's always talking to each other in groups and they're always talking about each other about the people who aren't there. So, you know, the truth always comes out in these shows and it's like, okay. Well, did you really say that, Barbara? And then Joanne's like, about to tell you what she said. But then it goes to commercial, right? And then it's like, ah, now we got to see what she said. How did she respond? Is Joanne going to be all right? Is she going to respond properly to this person in order to, you know, make her feel good or bad? I don't know. What's going to happen, you know? At the end of the day, nobody gives a shit. You know, and I follow these people on Instagram. They don't, they don't give a shit. They're all promoting the same business. They're all saying, oh, Swan Selling Sunset. Season 2 just came out. Season 3 is coming out in August. Keep watching. Keep watching. They're all harmonious, man. It's great. But I'm going to tell you, I, I, I know, but whether the drama is real or not, 
It just seems far-fetched and unnecessary. And that's how I feel about reality TV. I feel like reality TV is entertainment, okay? So if we just view it as entertainment, I think we can get away with the idea that it's good, you know? Because we're just looking to get entertained. But someone like me, uh, I'm very, like, I think very logically, I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the world or anything like that, but I just think that way. It has to make sense for me to appreciate something, okay? So... I'm watching this show, and I'm like, well, why are you dragging this shit out? I mean, this, this is not necessary, you know? It's all a lot of unnecessary bullshit, but that unnecessary bullshit is exactly what the people need. They need the entertainment. So, I don't know. I've heard people tell me stories about why they watch reality TV, their opinions, and a lot of them maybe just watch it to de-stress. You know, they look at the, the reality TVs and their, like, their shows, and they're saying, eh, their life is worse than my life, and it'll make me feel better. So I, I get that. From a, from a personal perspective, I get the fact that people might not be always in a happy mood all the time or uh, have everything going their way. So sometimes they like to watch reality TV to allow themselves to feel either a little bit better or happier or something, right? And if they laugh a little bit, so be it, right? So I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't really like reality TV. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. And I think everyone can see the bullshit because they're explaining how it's bullshit while it's happening, but yet it's still captivating with all the sounds and the and the pauses. Um, so it just kind of irritates me to, to to no end, essentially, because it's just a bunch of bullshit. And why are we watching this crap? Why are we wasting? Why are we putting, allowing ourselves to sit on the couch and absorb as the TV radiates this bullshit into your brain? And then you go home, and you're, in, or, and you're already home, excuse me, you're on a goddamn couch, you haven't got off your ass in a long time, because you're obviously binge-watching this garbage. One man's garbage is another man's treasure, I, I, I get it. So, you get you get out of this, 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 this psychological you know, wormhole of watching the show, and you then say, man, that... I agree with her. I agree with him. I don't like this person. I don't like that person. I love this guy. This guy's the best. But we don't even know them. They don't even know who we are. They're entertaining us. So what I say is, you know, I know a lot of work goes into this stuff. So this is me trying to reason it. Trying to find, I'm fishing for the reason, right? The reasoning is, for me, I guess I can see the other side of it because, A, it's money. And you need to generate money because we need the economy to do well. So people watch the show. They advertise certain things, blah, blah, blah. Blah, that's how it works, right? So I can respect it from an actual um, business perspective. They're trying to make money. They created a product that they think people will watch and enjoy. So they keep feeding into it. They get, I guess, like I said, we go back to those focus groups, man. Stan and and, and, and Laura and uh, you know all these other people, right? They're sitting in their little uh, those those desks, you know, that have the, the fold up tables. They're not, they're not desks that are separate from the table or from the from the chairs, but they're the ones that are. It's a chair, a little adding, and you flip it over, and uh, most of the time they're right-handed. And I'm, I hate that because I'm a lefty, so this is stupid that I have to sit in the right-handed uh, chair with a stupid, you know, lip of a desk that you can fit maybe a piece of paper on it. You're sitting at these desks, you look at the stupid screen, and you're like, oh, he's attractive, she's not attractive. What do people like? And then they just take a bunch of, like, social experiments you know, and you figure it out, and then the teams, the marketing teams, like, all right, got it. We got enough evidence to show what we're gonna do. Boom. So I, I get it. It's a lot of work, 
for most people. But it, it, it's taking it's at the expense of other people. Right? And I, I mean, you can make the same kind of argument fast food, okay? Fast food, I don't like fast food, I don't really eat I do eat like Subway, alright, and Chipotle. So I don't know what qualifies as fast food, but I don't personally eat uh, Burger King or McDonald's and those types of places, right? So well, you know, everyone, a lot of people do. It's, it's, it's cheaper food, it's easier, it's on the go, it's great, it's perfect. It's unhealthy, it's terrible for you, whatever. So, they always say, oh, well, America's obese, you know, we're full of obesity. So then they want to they want to blame the, the companies for making these products, to, to make, giving uh, the general population access to this, this quality, quote-unquote, quality food, right? It's easy, it's convenient, it's quality, it tastes great, right? But is it the fault of the businesses for taking advantage of the people who are the ones that need it? I mean, the people are feeding the business. If you don't want these businesses to be around anymore, it's not going to. I mean, I, we, we, I'm not saying anything new, but I'm just reiterating the point of business, right? So they're doing this to make money. They're creating these burgers and whatever, and this convenience and these prices for, for the fact that the people will go out there and spend the money on that stuff so they can save that money uh, that they would spend on a higher quality level of food or a higher quality experience for eating. And they're trading it in for cheap and easy so that way they can go do other things, you know, so they can go watch their reality shows, right? I mean, you get in, you drive home from work. I gotta get home, I gotta get home. So you go, you go to your, you pick up your dinner at Taco Bell. You come home. So you save all that time because it's so fast and easy. You go home just so you can sit down and watch more TV so they can plug in more advertisements. And that way you can buy more stuff by sitting on your ass doing nothing. So it's all generating the same kind of cycle. So these reality shows aren't the problem. The people are the problem. See, as long as they have people that want to watch these things, they're going to continue to make this stuff. And they're going to make them... The people are what generate the business. So the shows are out there for the people. So my point is, kudos to people who make these reality shows and who think of this stuff. It, 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 is, a, it is a culmination of, of how our society works in the sense that people believe that they're making free choices to turn on certain things, turn to certain shows, watch certain movies. I know a lot of people maybe look at the, the critics, um, you know, reviews and things to try to gauge uh, what is worth watching and what is worth buying and what is worth doing. But in reality, no pun intended, the, the issue that we're laying here with is that we're letting people tell us what we want and what we don't want. What we should be able to do is make our own decisions and think on our own, but I am the victim of this for sure. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not a victim of this. I'm a perfect example of of what's cool, you know, what what's being marketed out there when I'm buying. And I buy things all the time based on ads and things like that. So I'm not any better than anybody else, but I'm just recognizing that maybe, you know, we can, if we can understand the scenario, what's happening here, we can then understand how to maybe overcome that. So... That's what I have to say. So my overall consensus of this is I don't like reality TV shows. I think they're kind of stupid. I think that's what they're supposed to be, I guess. But at the same time, they're brilliant. 
because of the people who create these shows, they know what they're doing. And we probably even know what they're doing, but we can't break that cycle, I guess. Because we don't have to. And why should we? I mean, why should... If somebody wants to watch reality television, let them watch it. What does it matter? It doesn't affect me. There are people all over the place watching tons of reality television shows. We have a... Um, my wife and I have a friend uh, who lives not too far from us who loves the show 90 Day Fiancé. And I, he's like, oh, you gotta watch this show. It's great. And we went over to his house and watched the show. And I didn't like it at all. But, and this guy, this guy's, you know, he's a, he's a normal guy, you know, he's, he's got talents, he's a smart man, he does a lot of good things, he has a you know, nice house, all these things. And he's not an idiot, by any stretch. I'm not insulting anybody, hopefully, probably. Uh, you know, but I'm saying that anybody can watch these shows. And it's their right. So, my argument isn't trying to tell people not to watch the shows. I'm just explaining my argument is that I think it's stupid, but I can understand why people might want to watch it, because it's stress-relieving, and it's interesting to learn about how people behave, even though I think that their behavior is not necessarily as natural as we are led on to think. Uh, I think there's some kind of, like I said, uh, some kind of embellishment on their personalities to then join with other personalities, which would then create this massive drama that really is just a fluff piece, if you will. So, Today's topic was reality TV. I don't know if you feel any better about your life after listening to this reality podcast, but that is the deal, and that's what's going to happen each and every week. So please tune in again next week for another segment of Fishing for a Reason.